Welcome back to Athlete Maestro, guys, a podcast for young athletes where we simplify the mental and physical aspects of sports as well as help you come up with a strategy and a plan to achieve your sports goals. I'm Tola Oglame and this is episode 322. Always improve your mental game. Talent would never be enough and favor quality practice over quantity. By the age of 22, it was already the world number one and by the age of 25, he was a four-time major champion. Today on the show, guys, Northern Irish superstar Rory McIlroy. Like every man who has gone on to become a superstar in golf, Rory McIlroy took up the sport at a very young age. His father played the game and coached his son early on. It's easy to term young athletes as naturals, but as kids, the only concern is to have fun while you play sports. McRoy slept with his first golf club after it was gifted to him by his father. Everyone saw Ellie that he had a knack for the sport and by the age of seven he joined Hollywood Golf Club in his native Northern Ireland where he continued to hone his craft and learn the game at the same time. He was the youngest member of the club at that time. A club he still maintains as his membership till this very day. By the age of 15 he was an amateur and was a member of Europe's Junior Ryder Cup team in 2004. He continued his development on the amateur tour and won many significant tournaments, including the West of Ireland Championships and the Irish Close Championships. He let go of a chance to pay collegiate golf on a scholarship in the United States to continue his development on the amateur tour in Europe. The move paid off significantly. Shortly after turning 16, McElroy made his first appearance on the European Tour and in 2007, he turned professional and within five years, he made it to the top of the golf rankings. It took him three years to win his first PGA event, but in the process, he became the first player since Tiger Woods to win a PGA Tour event before his 21st birthday. In 2011, he won his first major at the US Open, playing some exceptional golf. In three years, he added the Open Championships and the PGA Championships to his medal collection. In 2012, he won the PGA Tour Player of the Year and the PGA Player of the Year. He has spent a total of 95 weeks at the top of the world rankings. And in just a few months, he would also try to complete the Career Major Championships by going for the Masters in Augusta. The Career Major Championships is where you have won every single major that there is to win on offer. Today, he's your mentor, guys. And there are three lessons that I want you to learn from Rory McIlroy today. And the first lesson, just like I said in the intro, was always improve your mental game. Now, you see, in 2011, when Rory McIlroy won his first major championships at the US Open, it's very easy for people to quickly forget that just a few months prior at the Masters Championship, he was the favorite to win. He was playing some massive and exceptional golf. And what happened in the final round? He absolutely capitulated and of course he lost that title and everyone said look maybe this guy is not ready maybe he's not ready to take up the mantle maybe he's not the player that we thought he was maybe he still needs to learn a few things in order to truly fulfill his potential in the sport but what did Rory McIlroy do? Rory McIlroy identified and he saw that his collapse at the Masters Championship 
was due to his mental state at the time so he didn't wallow in self-pity and go and sit down you know and ask himself questions of why is this happening to me and why is all of these things going wrong at the crucial points in time why didn't it happen at some average tournament why did it have to happen at the masters you see he went back and he took stock and he asked himself the important questions that he needed to ask himself at that time he assessed what went wrong at that tournament every single detail of the things that went wrong he assessed every single one of them and of course came to the conclusion that these are the lessons that i ought to learn and that is why a few months later at the us open he absolutely blew everyone away to win his first major title he had learned his lesson from that first major championship in augusta where of course he capitulated in the final round and lost the title he learned those lessons and of course made the necessary change when it got to the us open on this point he says my mental game has improved massively in the last few years and that is down to experience see has it got better in the tournaments as he started getting to the later rounds as he started winning tournaments as he started losing tournaments as well you see he kind of understood this mental game of a thing and why he needed to pay exceptional attention to it if he was going to be a master at it, if he was going to improve at it. Now, Wednesday, guys, I have something special for you guys. It's an interview that I did with a really great man who someone I also want to say knows what he's talking about in World of Sports and I don't want to reveal it yet, uh, but you will see that interview where we talk about so many things. And one of the things that we talk about was mental toughness. And I asked him point blank, I said, look, is it possible for an athlete to survive in sports without mental toughness? And his answer was a categorical no. And this is a guy who has worked with thousands of athletes athletes all around the world and he came to the conclusion that you cannot survive you cannot succeed you cannot achieve anything in sports without mental toughness and this is a lesson guys that rory McIlroy, yes he learned it the hard way but it was a lesson that he eventually learned and of course made the required changes he needed to make in order to get to the point where he is today four-time major champion and of course he's one of the biggest stars in golf he's currently in the top 10 world ranking he spent 95 weeks at the top of the rankings in total so how do you begin to apply this lesson guys what's your training regiment like which competitions have you gone for recently which tournaments are you currently playing now ask yourself the question am i focusing more on the physical aspects of the game or am i paying attention to the mental aspects of the game you see paying attention to the mental aspects of the game is more important if i might say that than the physical aspect of the game because everything guys it flows through the mind everything flows through your mind everything you want to do everything you want to execute on the pitch of play on the field it would always come from your mind so you see that capitulation that i talked about with royal micro probably he got tense probably he was nervous probably the attention that was on him at that point in time he just couldn't handle the pressure or maybe he was anxious in the final turn when he was supposed to be putting the balls and putting them in you see those were lessons that he began to learn and what he says is that i felt like i got over the 2011 masters pretty quickly i was very honest with myself I knew what I needed to do differently and that was the thing. I had a clear picture in my mind of what I needed to do and where my focus needed to be when I got myself into that position again. Luckily enough, I was able to get into that position again in the major right after augusta so you see he prepared himself to get into that position again being in the final third about to win a championship leading the pack and everybody chasing him just to catch him of course before he wins that tournament he found himself in that exact position again and guess what 
he had already prepared himself. So imagine for a second, guys, that he hadn't prepared himself for being in that position again and he just thought, okay, maybe it'll be another couple of years before I get to this point. Or maybe it'll be another couple of months before I get to this point. So when I feel like I'm going to get into that position, then maybe I'll prepare, I'll see what I can do, and then maybe I'll be able to take the opportunity. Guess what? He would have lost the US Open final as well because he wasn't prepared. And that is exactly what he did right after the masters right after disappointment he went back took stock looked at everything that he could look at and of course prepared himself better for the us open and of course he won it pay attention guys to your mental game it is important that you always improve it always test yourself mentally your visualization what are the pictures that you're seeing are you constantly replaying mistakes in your mind are you asking yourself questions about your performances why was i under pressure what kind of stress am i feeling what is making me anxious in certain situations most especially maybe i'm playing a better opponent or maybe i'm in the final or maybe i'm a point to winning the championship why do i always get anxious you see asking yourself those questions and preparing yourself with the right answers gets you in a better stead should that opportunity come back again of course i've given this example about tom brady so many times well of course was a backup quarterback uh, in the new england Patriots team because drew bledsoe was the top quarterback of the team now when drew bledsoe got injured and tom brady came into that side he never looked back took up the mantle and poof took it off and of course he's still new england patriots quarterback till today now many people might say oh that was luck that was this but you see there were many other athletes who were drafted in that class with tom brady who were also quarterbacks guess what when the top quarterback of their own team got injured they weren't ready to take up the mantle and move on because they weren't mentally prepared always improve your mental games the second lesson that i want you to learn from Roy mackerel is talent would never be enough talent would never be enough on this point Roy mackerel says i always believe that natural talents can take you so far but you then need hard work and the drive to continue progressing i feel like my talent got me 50 percent of the way but after that it was the volume of work are done for 15 years now so it's very easy guys for you to see the golfers to see tiger woods phil mickelson and all these other great guys bubba watson who we looked at a few weeks ago on the show it's very easy for you to see them and be like okay so what kind of work do these guys put in as golfers is it not just to put a ball and all of that but guess what uh, you'll be pleasantly surprised at the amount of physical exertions that golfers do is 18 holes and you literally have to work most of the time yes you can get into uh the golf caddy and all of those things that they drive around the golf shuttles but guess what most of the time you're working most of the time you are standing then of course the physical movement of driving the ball then you have to walk to where the ball is then you have to hit it again 18 different holes guys it takes its physical toll on you now i've heard the story in different circles about tiger woods and the kind of activity that he used to undergo in the gym like stupid activities that you would never think a golfer was doing thousands of push-ups you know doing bench presses and so many of all those things i ask yourself why do golfers have to do that this is what rory mackerel guys is saying in this lesson that i want you to learn you see talent yes it's good because you need certain skills to put the ball then of course your drive the technique that you use in driving the ball down the fairway and all of those things but you see talent can only get you as far the hard work has to come and this is something that he learned as well so yes of course growing up it was a natural talent everyone enjoyed to see him play they knew that he was going to do something great but it was the level of work that he put in in the gym when he met the gurus and he said look man you have to be physically strong to play this game you have to 
ensure that you're always in the gym you're putting in the required work to get to the level that you want to get to it was when he was able to do that that was when his career began to take off and of course that's when he began to see radical improvements in his career so if you're the young athlete who believes that talent is everything okay because i'm good it's only a matter of time of course if you've downloaded my free ebook on the five biggest mistakes that athletes make you're gonna see right there clearly that talent over reliance of talent is one of the first and one of the biggest mistakes that young athletes make and this is the lesson that Roy McRoy he himself is saying in it on this lesson that i see talents can only get you as far it is the volume of the work that you do besides that talent that is what is going to be the defining factor in determining whether you get to the point that you are or the point that you want to get to so ask yourself this question this week guys am i over relying on talent vis-a-vis the amount of work that i'm putting in so let's assume that your talent level is 60 percent or 70 percent are you putting in the required extra 70 percent to match that talent head on because if you're not doing it trust me you're wasting your time and of course you're wasting the resources that you're expending in your sport because you see golf is a very very expensive sport I cannot come to my backyard and say I want to practice golf, I want to practice my drives. Of course, that's a waste of time. I have to actually go to a golf course to do that and that is exactly what makes it expensive. So imagine not putting in the required work to match the talent that you have. Imagine the kind of time that you're going to be wasting and of course, depending on the sport that you play, that is not time that you can afford to waste for much longer. Second lesson that I want you to learn from Roy Macro, talent would never be enough. And the final lesson, guys, is favor quality practice over quantity favor quality practice guys over quantity now of course in that interview that i'm going to hear on wednesday as well one of the questions that i ask is that look what is one thing that athletes can do to be masters of their craft or what would you define as being a master of your craft and he says categorically that purposeful practice purposeful practice is the way to become a master of your craft and that is exactly the same point that rory McRoy is making he says when i go to the range i always value quality practice over quantity so i'd rather have a really good session for an hour than hit balls for three to four hours and not get much out of it you see there's so many young athletes who you know make it a thing of joy or they make it a thing of pride that i spent five hours in the gym or I spent five hours out on the track, or I spent six hours today in the swimming pool, and all of that. The question that I always ask, the question that I always have is, what were you doing for that length of time? Everyone hears Michael Phelps' story about how, you know, he trained hours on end, was always in the pool. You know, the black line at the bottom of the pool became the thing that he became most accustomed to because of just the hours and hours and hours and hours of training that he put in during his career but you see the question that i always ask you know for those of you that are using that as an example that are using that as an excuse is that is it purposeful practice is it quality practice what michael Voss was doing was quality practice what simon biles does is quality practice what tiger woods used to do is quality practice rory macro as well is quality practice so it's not just about the hours i train for two hours i train for three hours it's not something that you're supposed to be bragging about what you should be focusing on your attention should be levied against making the most of that time and that's why i created a daily planner for young girls one of the questions that i always get is you know i don't know how to set up my day i don't know things that i'm doing for every single day i don't know how to track the things that i'm supposed to do on a single day and that is why i created that planner for you actually manage forward slash planner guys get that daily planner so that it can help you maximize your day quality practice guys over quantity that is the difference maker 
in the goals that you're chasing in sports and that is exactly what rory McIlroy says quality practice guys over quantity he says that is the secret of some of the best athletes in the world the fact that the quality is always what they do so throughout this week guys when you're training at the end of every single day this is what i want you to do i want you to ask yourself this question the training that i had this week so say for example you trained four times this week or you trained five times this week ask yourself the question the training that i had this week was it quality practice or was i just focused on quantity so my coach says we must train every day or my coach says you must train three times a day or my coach says you must train two times a day is it about the number of times that you're training or what you're actually able to accomplish in each and every single one of those training sessions to ensure that you are making progress that is the question that you must ask yourself and of course you're going to do yourself a world of good by getting that plan at athletemaster.com slash daily planner finally on the total effort needed to achieve your goals in sports roy McIlroy says the best people are the ones that work the hardest the best people are the ones that work the hardest the three lessons that i want you to learn from roy macro always improve your mental game talent would never ever be enough and favor quality practice over quantity favor quality practice over quantity athlete marshall guys episode 322 where we're looking at another successful athlete what you can learn from him of course take what you can nobody's saying apply these three lessons if the only thing that you take from this episode guys is that okay let me make my training sessions more quality than quantity so rather than focusing on the four hours let me focus on the quality that i can put out in one hour in two hours and of course i can see where that takes me if that's the only thing i pick out i'm happy about that it's not about you taking the three lessons and applying all of them of course you have to take it slow and steady the one that works for you take it apply it and of course you're going to see the changes that you're chasing in sports head over to athletemanship.com guys there's so many other free resources there for you apart from the free ebook on the five biggest mistakes that athletes make all of those would help you understand paint a clearer picture of where you need to be getting as a young athlete and of course it will ensure that you get a step closer to your goals and don't forget that planner guys athletemaster.com forward slash planner to help you begin to maximize your day maximize your day is there it's available to you for a token and of course you can use it to ensure that every single day you're having quality practice over quantity i'll catch you on the next episode of the show guys remember knowing is not enough you must apply willing is not enough you must do i want you to go out there i want you to learn all the lessons you can from Rory McIlroy today. I want you to go out there and I want you to be a maestro today and every single day.